0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl van Der Merver, and today in episode 253, we're going to be talking about the Hour of Code in 2023. So if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that generally at the beginning of December, I will do an episode on the Hour of Code. The Hour of Code uh, came about a number of years ago. I've been aware of it for a long time now. And the idea is to put a focus on coding. As the years have gone by, I think also partly due to the Hour of Code, more and more schools are including code in their um, classes. And I think more and more people are realizing that children do need to learn to code. And I've been trying to put the spotlight on coding for the homeschool community. As you are here listening to a podcast on technology, you probably realize that learning to code is something that everybody needs to know how to do. It does not mean that everybody needs to be a programmer. In fact, um, AI is making it far easier to code, but just the same way as calculators did not do away with the need to understand math, nor has, will AI do away with the need to be able to understand what coding is and how to do it. And there are so many more benefits to learning to code than just being able to create programs because it does teach analytical thinking and so much more. And I've covered this all in a lot in, in previous episodes so, if you have not already taught your children how to code and you don't see the reason for it, just please go back and look through some of my past episodes and listen into them. But today I want to share with you what's going on in the Hour of Code 2023. So, as I said at the beginning, the Hour of Code takes place in December each year. So, I'm recording this uh, in December and it's always at the beginning of December because it is over the birthday of admiral grace hopper she was born in december on december the 9th and she was extremely influential in the world of computer programming i'm going to be including a video in the show notes just scroll down to the show notes or go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com so that if you don't know who she is you could sit and Watch the short uh, video with your children and teach them all about Grace Hopper and the huge contribution she has made to our world. But now let's get on and look at the Hour of Code 2023. So, if you listen to past episodes, if you haven't, go back and perhaps listen to last year's Hour of Code because I'm not going to be covering uh, it in ex- detail as I have in the years past because. They have a new focus this year, and the focus, I'm sure you can guess, is actually on AI. So uh, the generally if hour of code, which you can still access all of the other activities too. The way it works is you go onto the Hour of Code, you select whether you want to do it on a computer, whether you want to just do it on paper, they call that unplugged. So perhaps if you've got a co-op class and you want to use it there, they don't all have computers, you can do an unplugged Hour of Code. Um, you, You choose your age range, you choose your topic of interest. And you will then find so many different options, and everything that you choose will take about an hour. So it's just a fantastic way to get students started with code, or get let them just try something different. So if they've been um, coding with Lego, for instance, if they're on a Lego robotics team, they can get a chance to play around with Python. Uh, and so it just there are a lot of different. St- um, tools that you can use to learn to code, and I love the fact that uh, you can find these all in the Hour of Code. So you may have heard of Code Academy and Scratch, and there are a lot more out there. All of these, you can go and just do one lesson for a short period of time to see what it's like. Now, it's it's available year round. So although they do a big launch and this is the the time when there's a big focus on it, you can actually access this anytime and you can get your children to play around with it. It's hourofcode.com, really simple to find it. And again, it will be in the show notes. So when you go to the Hour of um, Code's main page now, you can see the focus right from the start is creativity with AI. Though, if you don't want to look at AI, as I said, there are many other options. You don't have to worry about that. But if you want your children to learn more about AI, you will see that there are two blocks under students and one is explore activities and the other is learn how AI works. So if you choose the learn how AI works, it takes you first to a video series. And I think there were seven videos, but they cover um, things from does AI have creativity and imagination to looking at ethics to how chatbots and large language models work. And the videos are about five minutes long. So it's a great way for you to include this, um, you know, as part of computer applications, digital literacy, whatever you do it with that for your children. I know I'm going to be including an entire module on it in our computer applications class through show sponsor, Fund Academy. And in the second semester, I'm going to be adding in AI and using some of these resources because they really have great resources. But if you want more than just um, watching the video, they actually have, if you keep scrolling down, they have um, little like mini courses. And it tells you that each of them, I think, are about 45 minutes. And um, these introduction to machine learning, um, computer vision. Um, Let me see, what are the other ones here? And these incorporate those videos, neural networks, chatbots, and large language models. So you can see it's similar topics, but there are also projects for the students to do. So uh, if you want more than just the videos, go and take a look at that and uh I found that the easiest way to actually do it is you can go and create a teacher account and then you can put your kids in the classroom and you can assign it like that. Um, it's a little harder for the students just to figure out what they're meant to be doing without you actually getting involved. The videos are easy to watch, but the actual activities uh, you as a parent do need to get involved Um In that. However, if you don't want to go the whole kind of route of like a mini course, and this will definitely take you more than just one hour, is click on explore activities. And this is going to take you right to the actual typical hour of code. And once you get there, um, as I said, it's going to give you all these options of, of, different grades and then on the left um, you got your classroom technology and then you have your topics and you will now see under topics is artificial intelligence. And if you click that, it will just give you the ones that relate to artificial intelligence. And I spent some time this morning playing around to so that I could give you some idea as to what to do. First of all, if you click on pre-reader, these are obviously your very young children isn't really anything for them to do by themselves. Um, Two of them require, as far as I could tell, um, uh, little kind of robot things that you'd have to actually have. But there is a, a training AI, AI using data um, that is meant to be teacher-led. So if you have more than one child, you could do that, but it's not ideal. Um, and on the flip side, grades nine plus there is actually nothing specifically for them. Now, there, there are um, things for 9+, plus if you don't select artificial intelligence. Some of the other ones uh, are definitely, they've got, hour um, of code ones that are specific to an older student. You will also see that they have a little tab that says beginner or comfortable. Um, Again, here, if you've got a child who's already been coding, you can make those selections. I'm not sure how much there is. There's very little under comfortable for AI because I don't think any of us really uh, know much about AI yet. So the first one I did, which is actually grade three plus, and you can find it with um, in grades two, six, and nine plus is the dance party AI edition. And this is just using blocks. You can see it says that at the bottom. Um, Very simple. You just put in your blocks and it tells you to sort of choose your animal that's going to be dancing and you get to choose the music on the left-hand side too. And then it leads you through um, adding in some emojis. And when you're doing it, so you, you get your little character to dance, which wasn't really hard. But then the emojis, you put it into AI, and AI takes the, the emojis that you choose and creates fun background effects. And it slowly leads you through just adding it in and then actually seeing the code that creates it. And you get to um, play around with it. So it starts to give the idea as to what exactly AI is and how it works. Now, the One of the things is that many of these tutorials will have videos that go along with it. So there's a short video and the videos are short, normally about a minute, explaining a concept and then the children actually get to practice. And it's all laid out there and you just kind of follow. And then sometimes they'll say, "Okay, now you go and play around with it, like the dance party one. You could pick your own emojis and you could you could play around with exactly how you were going to do it and how you changed it up, um, which was fun. So that was the first one that I played around with. Then there was another one called Build Fun Apps and Games um, using chat uh, GPT-AI. And this is actually something called (laughs) Create-E-Code. And I'd never heard of it before. So I played around just a little bit. And I'm definitely going to go and explore it more. It reminded me a lot of Scratch. But instead of just using it to do basic programming, you actually create little um, uh, chat body type of things. And in fact, the example I have is one we kind of interface with Einstein, and explains to you how to set it all up and how to use it. So that's pretty cool. Then there's another one called Scratch Book to Code that I also played with, this is for grades two through eight. And this is using Scratch. And Scratch happened to be down when I was trying it out. So I I could just read it through. But because I know Scratch well, I I didn't really need to play around with it. But it's basically um, you pull up Scratch and it gives you the link to have a starter pack. And then it walks you through different things in Scratch uh, related to teaching about AI. So that seemed like another fun one to do. The final one that I want to mention is uh, one called Discover AI in Daily Life. And here students will realize how it actually has been used in the past and how it will continue to be used. And it's actually part of Google's Applied Digital Skills uh, free, all their free tools. I did an entire episode on this A year or maybe maybe longer two years ago and it's they've added more to it and it's a really fun way to create free lessons for your for your children so you can really create your own digital literacy program just using google's applied digital skills but i spent the most time i think actually working through their um this this actual tutorial so what it does is it's it takes students. It puts it. It uses Google Slides, and it teaches students how to use an AI drawing tool called Auto Draw and Google Translate, which obviously is a type of AI. And it takes the two of those, and students get to take them together and create their own um, flashcards basically a learning tool. And it shows you how you can use the um, AI, particularly the auto-draw. And auto-draw, it's free and it's great. And I think that I'm definitely going to be using this in the future when I need something and I can't find the exact drawing that I want uh, somewhere online that is free. And here is a way where you can draw, but then the AI improves your drawing. So that's pretty much what happens because order draw you go and you draw and then it's um, it shows you a lot of pictures of what it thinks you are trying to draw. And so it fixes all your mistakes, etc. And so I was drawing a tree and it gave me the option of a number of much better looking trees, which then I could download and I could use it, say in the graphics that advertise each podcast episode. So that is just one way I can use AI in my daily life. So, um once you have played around with one or two things, you can then assign your kids. You could sit with your kids. You could all do this together. If you can't do it this week, uh, this is always a good time just to say it is Hour of Code week. Let's do it. That's the week now is the December 4th through 10th week. But if you're not listening live, you can do this at any time. And, you know, the holiday time's great, even if you keep it for the summer vacation, do try out some of these very fun resources that are provided free of charge. If you realize that you really want your children to carry on and learn to code, FunderFunder Funder Academy, our show sponsor, has both five week lessons and full semester lessons. It's the same, just, just the full semester broken up into three sets of beginner, intermediate and advanced classes. We have classes in both Scratch and also in Python. Scratch is great for beginners. It um, doesn't really matter your age. And once you then have some idea of coding, Python is the next obvious step up. So for instance, if your child has already done um, coding for lego league they and they know how to code lego do the lego robotics they could jump straight into python if they feel comfortable they have a general idea as to how coding goes so as i said um the code is going to be hwt standing for uh homeschooling with technology hwt20 will give you twenty dollars off either the five week lessons or the full semester lesson. Both of them are graded. Both of them have very competent teaching assistants who are available to help students if they get stuck. And this code will last until the end of the year. So you've got until the 31st of December to use it in 2023. In case you're using this later um it won't work after that. So I hope I have encouraged you to expose your children to coding and to all the fun and challenges of the programming world. It is something that will teach them perseverance as they struggle through getting stuck and having bugs and will give them a much better understanding of how the world around them works, which will make them more effective in whatever job they eventually choose, even if it doesn't seem to have anything to do with programming on the surface. I hope you enjoyed this and if you did share it on social media, tell your friends about it. Uh, If you have a second and could give us a rating or review on whichever podcast player you're using, that would mean a lot because it helps us get found by more people. And I uh, also remind you that we have a Facebook group, the homeschooling with technology community, where you can share what you have been up to during this year, what your children have been doing with tech and anything cool that you have found. Thank you again for listening in and I will see you again, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.